Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time of the day you're watching this broadcast, this is Dr. Eric Tangumonkan with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. I want to thank you for joining us. There are many other places you could have been right now. We are honored to have you here. And I have three things that I would like you to do for me. The first one is for you to invite other people to join us. If you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, go ahead and do it. I've been speaking from my book, Racism, Where Is Your Sting? A provocative look at the beginning and the end of racism. I believe that together, we can put racism out of business. And the desire here is to call on you to join the movement to put racism out of business. Grab a copy of the book. Don't just buy one copy. Buy multiple copies and share it with others. There is room for huge discounts for those who need more than one copy. You can follow the link below this video to get information on how to order the books. Today I'm going to be talking about banishing racism forever. Banishing racism forever. You may think I'm crazy for thinking that we can permanently put racism not only out of business, but put it away forever. If I did not believe that this is possible, I would not have engaged this topic to begin with. I believe that racism is going to be vanquished forever eventually and you can become part of the solution. I am not under the illusion that there is a magic wand that we can just take out and wave it. Poop, there goes racism. No, I'm not under that illusion. I'm aware of the fact that it's gonna take hard work, it's gonna take Repentance, a change of the mind, a change of direction. For us to finally say, oh, racism, where is your sting? Remember, throughout the book, I have been talking to you as an individual. Before you talk about the group or other people, I want you to look at yourself and focus on you. Let racism stop at your doorstop. Let racism stop at your feet. You can do it. You have what it takes to stop it. Throughout the book, my emphasis has been on a Judeo-Christian worldview, and I've drawn a lot of inspiration from 
the Bible to buttress the solution that I've presented that will help us deal with racism squarely. When we started, I said racism is a manifestation, is a manifestation of something that is deeper than hate, than murder, than greed, than wickedness. Racism is the manifestation. Racism is the child, is the fruit, is a product of sin. Sin is missing the mark. Sin is missing the mark. And we know our first parents, Adam and Eve, they missed the mark in the Garden of Eden. And when they did that, sin was ushered in. Their senses became corrupted. And with that corruption came the corruption of the image and likeness of God in other people by other people. Because each time you come across discrimination, racism, hatred, murder, you name it, all the evil that people have perpetuated against each other is driven, is driven, is driven by a very basic first step. Those that are perpetuating evil against other humans start by dehumanizing them. They reduce them to subhumans and in some places, in some cases, they deny them of their humanity completely. Please, I want you to listen to this and listen to it very carefully because the implications are huge. Just want to make sure that the mic is connected and it's working. Yep. When a group of humans strip other humans of their humanity, in other words, they don't see them like God sees them. They stop seeing the image of God in their fellow human. They stop understanding that God created them, that they're wonderfully created and fearfully created. They can do anything they want against this group of people that they've decided to treat them less human. It has nothing to do with skin color. I know some of you are going to cast stones on me for saying that. Don't be deceived. Please listen to me carefully. Don't be deceived. Nobody looks down on another body because somebody's skin is darker or lighter or redder or yellowish, whatever color, or browner. That is not what is happening. What is actually happening is the wickedness in the hearts of people. It's a manifestation of sin, a manifestation of being separated from God. Do you know that God is love? Let that sink in a minute. God is 
love. No, God is love. He is the essence. God is love. And that is why it is impossible for us to love without God. And that is why the Apostle John says, if you cannot love your brother and sister that you see, how can you claim that you love God? God is love. And those of us who have been reconnected, reunited with God, and our bodies have become the temple of God, and the Holy Spirit is living in us, we now have the capacity to love. We now have the capacity to love. Because God is love. God loves the whole world. He loved the whole world to the extent that he sent his only son to die for everybody. And that's why, as I said in the last one of the broadcasts, the past broadcasts, you cannot practice Christianity and racism at the same time. If you are doing it, if you are looking down on other people, you are doing your own thing. You are not following Christ. You can justify it all day. Jesus died for everybody. And if you too, you are there believing that you are inferior and that God doesn't love you very much because of your skin color, you are also not following Christ. You are doing your own thing. And please, don't tell me that because somebody has told me that I'm inferior and I'm going to accept it and then blame them for telling me that I'm inferior. Let God be true. And let every other person be a liar. You, got to, you have the choice. You have the choice to choose who to believe. And from today, henceforth, will you choose to believe God? You have to choose to believe what God is saying about you. I'm saying the issue we're dealing with is sin. For all have sinned, and falling short of the glory of God. All includes me and you. It includes everybody. All of us are sinners. All of us have missed the mark. All of us, given the right circumstances, will dehumanize other people, take advantage of them, kill them. Oh, you may be telling me, no, I can't do it. Really? What is your stance on abortion? Do you see how those who support abortion are very quick to say, oh, no, it's not a baby. It's part of the woman. It's not human. It's just a fetus. To call it a fetus, it, it makes it no longer human, and so we can do whatever we want with it. Are you getting the connection? Oh, it's, no, it's not a woman. It, it's, it's not a human. Let's get rid of the babies. It's shocking and sad that while we are at it debating back and forth, 61 million American babies have been killed since 1973. I know some people are going to turn this off because I've mentioned this. It's seen selfishness. Oh, my career. Of course. 
my education, of course, whatever your reason is for taking the life of another human being. The slave drivers, they had, they justified it. Oh, the Africans are less human. What does Darwin say about the Africans? Oh, life started in the plains, the savannas in Africa. So the Africans are, you know, they, they are just a little lower than, a little, a little more advanced than the uh, chimpanzees and monkeys and whatever. Go look at the literature. When evolution started, some of the scientists published papers. They measured the scores of the Africans and justified slavery and justified the discrimination against them. For those of you who keep pushing, just trust science without questioning. I wanted to go check the history. It's sin. We look for reasons to dehumanize, subjugate, and take advantage of, of other humans. It's happening to the unborn babies right now. The babies in the womb is happening to them. And we can justify it all we want. Pass all the laws we want. There were laws that supported slavery. What is it? Is it something secret about, about the laws that people pass? At one point, it was a law. Slavery was, no, part of society was normal. Nobody dare raise their voice against it. Just because people pass laws and legalize whatever, it doesn't make it right. It doesn't. God's law is the final law. God's law is the ultimate law. I don't want to get distracted. I'm talking about banishing racism forever. And if we don't put our hand on problem, we'll be running and chasing tears as we've been doing. We can come up with all the critical race theories we want. It's a sham. There's one human race. And to use skin color to divide people into different races and then put them against each other is missing the point. The heart of man is desperately wicked. And that is where every society you go, in irrespective of the skin color, people are fighting and killing each other. The Europeans did that for hundreds of years. Remember the Hundred Year War between the, Europe, the English and the French? First World War, Second World War, millions were butchered. Was that racism driven? No. Wickedness, greed. Selfishness, pride, arrogance in the hearts of people. It's found everywhere. I've already mentioned that in Cameroon, where I was born, the English part and the French part are fighting right now and killing each other. It's not racism. And that is why the very first two brothers, Cain and Abel, Cain killed his brother, not because he was different from him, no. Wickedness, it has not changed. Until we solve the problem of sin, until we put our hand at the root cause and uproot sin, we are helpless. Pass all the laws you want. Hold all the demonstrations you want. If people don't repent of their sin, if people don't get reconciled to God, 
There is no hope. There is no hope. There is a sin nature in us. We are born defected. And that is why it's like, now, this man took his pig and said, oh, I'm going to clean the pig, give him a good suit, and live in a house with him. He did that for a while, and the pig was happy living at home. And then one day the man went out for a walk with his pig in his nice uh, shirt and shorts. And, you know, and the pig was uh, walking around, and when the pig saw some mud, the pig forgot about all the beautiful clothes he was having and went into the mud and robbed himself, you know. Pig is going to be a pig. But the good news is this. Our nature can change. We are told, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And our God can forgive our sins, change our hearts, give us a new heart, and position us to walk in God's love. That is how we put Racism out of business once and for all and throughout eternity. In my next broadcast, I'm going to share with you what you can do to get reconciled to God and then get the capacity to love the children of God with the love of God and not allow externals to influence how you interact and treat people. Indeed, we can put racism out of business when we walk in God's love. Thank you for watching. Share this broadcast. Stay tuned for more updates and God bless you very much.